Welcome back to Alliance's Heroes, where heroes in business align. To be part of our super community and find out more about Alliance's, visit www.alliances.com. Oh my gosh, what an amazing morning it's been again, where we're bringing together incredible people. That's right, incredible people to be able to share their secrets about how they make a difference in the lives of others. And this morning we had on just recently, Billy Morrison, the guitarist for Billy Idol. And thank you for the feedback we continue to have when I had the former CEO of TiVo on and also Apple CEO. So make sure you go to Eliancer.com, the only place where entrepreneurs align and you can check out past episodes. Super excited about our next guest today. Welcome to the show, Bonnie Bruder, CEO of Binge Networks. First of all, I just love the name, Binge <laughs> Networks. Like, how did you come up with that name? I mean, it pretty much says it all. We're all about binge watching and getting content out on Smart TV. And so we trademarked the name early on, and um, we love it too. Thank you. Very, <laughs> very, very smart and stuff. So let's talk, let's go right into it is this. What is Binge Networks? Sure. We are a streaming media syndication service. So what that means is if you're a content creator like you are, um, you can come to us with your video content and we will build you a channel on our platform that is distributed all over smart TV. We have a hundred different smart TV outlets that we distribute on and we represent that content for outlets like Amazon and Roku and hundreds of others all over the world. So we basically do, we're a one-stop shop for a content creator to up-level into the smart TV world. How did the concept though come to be? And I mean, look at, right, only a few years ago, this stuff really wasn't even as prominent as it is now. How did, they, how did you come up with it? Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. This has been sort of a new um, a new technology over the last three or four years. We're actually in year seven of our business. And uh, we started because I was a cable TV talk show host in New York City. I had a show um, on a network there. And, you know, quickly realized cable was not it <laughs> anymore, sadly. When I finally got a show, I was like, oh, it's dead. Great. Um, but I'm an innovator, and so I quickly saw uh, the rise of smart TV and cord cutting and all of that coming onto the scene. And because our company was small, um, you know, over the years we had produced 700 of our own TV episodes, but we were a small company, so we could quickly pivot. And so about year three, we launched our own streaming media platform. We used the same technology as Netflix or Amazon Prime or any of the others. And we decided instead to be sort of like a interim of like a Netflix and YouTube, right? So anyone can get on YouTube, hardly anyone can get on Netflix. We wanted to be that middleman. And so that's really our sweet spot in the industry is, is getting people into the smart TV world. And we do it just like I did with my very own show and then got it on one platform and two and a hundred. And, and now we work with about 150 different platforms all over the world. Congratulations on the success. That's absolutely phenomenal. What are you seeing since, Bonnie, you've got your pulse on the content area of that. What are you seeing as hot content now? Yeah, so I mean, streaming is everything, right? So in um, the first year of the pandemic, 78% of all media consumption was happening on smart televisions. And it's grown even this year uh, by 13% compared to last year already. So what we're seeing that's really hot right now, obviously anything DIY, right? So people are still at home for the most part, people are still working out at home, anything fitness, 
cooking shows, um, training for anything really, you know, personal development training. I'm a mom, so I love to watch training on how to manage my toddler, how to learn other skills. Those are really the hot things we see. And then of course, movies and series. Everybody's looking for something new and hot to binge. I think by now we've all finished Netflix, right? At least I know I did the first year of the pandemic. And so we uh, we have over 10,000 independent films that people, um, you may recognize an actor or two that's in them, but you probably haven't heard of them and you can go onto our platform and watch them for free. Bonnie, talk to us about this selection process. So does someone apply to your show, how that works, and then how do you know where to place them? Is there a menu of services? Yeah, absolutely. So we um, we have a content team. We have a strategist that a content creator would work with, and they would really have a, a consultation and learn You know, if it is the type of content we can distribute. Um, for the most part, it is. We're very vast. We have about 25 different genres on our platform. Um, but essentially, you would set up a, a, tea, a meeting with our strategy team, and then they can tell you, hey, here's what we think we can do for you, um, and here's how to move forward. And we just we charge a retainer for a year of our service, and we place people on guaranteed 100 platforms and usually quite a bit more. That's excellent. That, I mean, again, what you're doing and giving the outlet again, right? Remember, it used to be kind of the YouTube and everybody would go to the, just as, as you mentioned. And now you're opening up a whole nother world for people to get placed on these. Otherwise, how do, in the world do they do it on their own? They have to go one by one versus just going on your platform and helping to get them distributed. Yeah, I, I mean, David, you hit the nail on the head. I spent three years doing that. We basically opened every single door. You know, I used to go to all the foreign markets in France and sell each show individually and do a deal with Netflix or with uh, Roku and then do a deal with Amazon and do a deal with Sony and so forth. And it was a lot of work. And then we realized on the technical side how to sort of piece that all together once we have those deals in place. And really now we can take any content creator, we can get them on a hundred platforms within about 72 hours of launching. So now, it's pretty exciting. And do you take people that have been, for example, on YouTube and you know didn't different shows where yep. they now can expand their market through you? We do. The one thing we always say is you want this is for any creator, whether you come with us or whether you get into smart TV on your own. Um, you want to make sure in this day and age that the content you're creating is either evergreen or native, not native to that platform. Meaning, you don't, you know, David, you're on so many different platforms, um, so you don't want to say, "Hey, check me out on iTunes or rate me on iTunes," when that might someone might be listening to you somewhere different on iHeart, and they're like, "Wait, what?" So you want to make sure you're not, you know, saying, "Hey, ring the bell, subscribe to my channel," because. We can't take that content and then put it on Roku where there's no bell, there's no subscribers. You know, it's, well, there's subscribers, but it works very differently on television. So you want to make sure you have um, agnostic, we call it platform agnostic content. I think that you're right. And that's what we definitely do even on this show and stuff because people are listening. They're, they're going to past episodes or sometimes there's a publishing of some past episodes and people like it. You're right, where there's no specific thing that would bring to a, spe a specific time of that. Are you seeing those that are applying and becoming your customers? Is there a certain kind of demographics or age range or male, female? Where are you seeing it? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, and I only give we have a funny age story. Um, we have content creators that are in their 70s that are crushing it. And we have content creators that are 13 years old. And the reason I giggled is we have a food show, uh, Cook Time with Remy. And one time I didn't know that it was a child that did this show. 
um, a chef. And so I was hounding our, our development team. I'm like, where's your content? You know, sending these emails. And finally I get a response from her mom. She's like, sorry, you know, Remy's doing her homework. And I was like, oh my God, this is a child. So really to answer your question, there's no age range. It just matters that you're creating content that is interesting, that has a good production value, and that adds value to other people's lives. Does it have to be edgy or, you know, uh, controversial to make headlines within your network? No. And, you know, people are so tired of, I mean, anything you turn on these days, there's just so much chaotic news, so much um, happening in the world. Excuse me. <laughs> I have an allergy today. Um, so we, you know, we're kind of an escape. We do have some news channels. We have a couple of political channels. We, um, you know, we support any type of creator, but for the most part, I'd say 95% of our content is more entertainment based. It is more, you know, a lot of workouts, a lot of yoga classes, a lot of food shows. And as I said, tons of films. So really, I believe there's an audience for any type of content. And so once you um, have identified who you're trying to reach, our team is expert at going out and getting distribution there. Excellent, excellent. Again, and you're listening and watching me, David Kogan, host of the Alliances Hero Show with Bonnie Bruder, CEO of Binge Networks. You can go to bingenetworks.tv to reach her, bingenetworks.tv, or of course on our show, eliancer.com, E-L-I-A-N-C-E-R.com, and we'll have the interview and the link to her network. So don't wait, go to her network. Maybe you've got a show, maybe you think you've got, got a show that you'd like to go ahead and get on well over 100 outlets. Imagine that exposure. Bonnie can help you with that, so make sure that you reach out to her in regards to that. Now, at Bonnie, at what point, I mean, again, you've been ahead of the curve of this. I don't know of many others that are doing, again, what you're doing. You've kind of mm -hmm. taken that almost when there were all the social media outlets and then someone came along and said, you just use one outlet, spin it out to all of them. You've yeah. kind of created that part. At what point did you know, yeah, I've got a business here. It's actually working and I can make money, survive and hire others. I think so in our early days when we had the production side of the business, um, you know, we had about 20 people working for the company in production and we're, I always say we're always about $10,000 behind. Like any natural disaster would have just put us over the edge. And so I think it was really the first month that I had enough money to pay all the bills and the team. And then there was like extra. <laughs> I realized that we were onto something and that was about four years ago. Like I literally remember sitting there and being like, what should I do? should I buy something like, I mean, like a pair of shoes, it wasn't anything big, wow. Wow. Um, but it was, it, that's really the metric, right? Is that once you start to see something working and you're building, 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 at least for me as an entrepreneur, I've always bootstrapped my companies. This is about my fourth venture that I've done on my own. And so, you know, you're always robbing Peter to pay Paul and borrow back from Mary. And, and so it's, it is very interesting when you hit that point and then you scale up from there. So yeah, that's really how we knew. How did you said again, this is your fourth. How did you get so knowledgeable within business and learn how to do startups and, and be successful? You know, a couple of things. I came from a family business. My grandfather and father worked together. They had an overseas shipping and trading company. So a lot of conversation in our family, Thanksgiving, Christmas was around business. And I didn't know that that wasn't the norm. You know, I didn't, it was my family. I didn't go to any other Christmas dinners. So I kind of had a, um, a little bit of a bug for it. And then I had some really um, successful entrepreneurial boyfriends in my career. I was very lucky to date some just incredible business minds. And again, 
the pro and the con, the reason they didn't work out is because that person was always married to their business, but you're always sitting there waiting for them, listening to the calls. And I'm such a learner. So I would always just, you know, pay attention and learn strategy and negotiation and so forth. And then I spent 10 years of my career working for Tony Robbins. So that was the mindset piece of like, okay, now I have the strategy and now I need the, the motivation that I can and belief that I can do it. Um, and I worked for five years for Harvey McKay, the swim with the sharks, uh, that whole business. So I learned a lot through, um, you know, being, I always say being mentored, but really just sitting in rooms quietly and observing and um, taking notes on everything. And, and that's a big part of how I learned, you know, what I was able to create. Phenomenal. And again, and that's what we're doing here at Alliances. So make sure you, again, you check out Eliancer.com. We have with us Bonnie Bruder. Bonnie, uh, where do you see the future of binge networks going? I mean, you've already got well over 100, whatever, 150 platforms. I mean, how much more platforms are there even in existence that you would want to get? And where do you want to take the company? Sure. Thank you so much for that question. It's because that's my favorite uh, passion right now is that, you know, I feel we've, we've tackled um, from the technical side, being able to get distribution on all these platforms. Now we're super hyper-focused on as much monetization as possible for that creator. So for example, if you brought your show to us, we build you a channel, we get it distributed on all the binge apps, but then we really want to make sure that we get placement on any relevant business show, on any show for CEOs, on any, because each one of those platforms that we get you on, there's an ad revenue share. We, all of our work, well, the most, the majority of our work is what's called Avon, where it's free to watch and ads play, just like YouTube. Um, Netflix is a subscription service, Hulu is a subscription, but we play in the Avon world, which is 95 or 98% of the smart TV world these days. And so the more places we can get you, the more we can grow that revenue. So each month we can write you a check, you know, saying, hey, you earned 50,000 views here, you earned a million views here, and so on and so forth. And so that's really where we're focused um, in 2021 and into 2022 is creating larger scale partnerships where we can syndicate our content over and over for more revenues for our creators. Phenomenal. Excellent. Excellent. It really gives an insight of it. And again, you're helping the creators because if someone could focus, as you know, Bonnie, is focus on their show and have someone else do the distribution, doing it all is way too much. Oh, yeah. You have to do again what you did. You know now what it's been through. It's like us with pod, you know, podcasting. We're on over 40 outlets, including exclusive channels. And yeah. to have to have, you know, someone else try to go and apply to each one, crazy to have to do that. You know the amount of work and then managing it. I yeah. like it where it's just the one push to your network and away it goes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, we literally opened every door in the industry. So it's just a matter of you sitting back creating content. It's funny because I used to be on camera all the time. So I did this every day. I was used to doing the hair and the makeup and had a talk in today. I was like, oh my God, because I'm so into a different mode and it's a lot of work. You have to find the light and plug it in and then it doesn't reach and then this and that and make sure you right. have to move right. You know, it's a whole full-time job to focus on one thing. So we want to take the distribution off your plate, the monetization, so you can create great content as a creator. Are there new channels like always being added? Are there new channels always people that are creating that are coming out? Yes. Yeah, we have um, onboarded two channels just today. I'm seeing the emails come through from our, our uh, business development team and, and they're all different. We have a new show on fashion that just came on um, not too long ago, but it's fashion for the 40, 50 and 60 year old woman. So it's, you know, it's nicheified. We have um, CEO type content. We just signed a big um, Swiss company that puts this really great content for CEOs together. 
Um, we've got children's shows are very popular as well. So I would say, you know, every week we're adding a new channel to the platform. And we currently have about 35,000 videos in our library, 10,000 of which are films, and the other 25 are a variety of other genres. Absolutely amazing, amazing. All right, the next thing is, Bonnie, the secret is how, do you, how does someone find what they want to watch now that we've got a million choices? Yeah, so, you know, you pick your poison. I always say, like, you, you, we find that people are loyal to certain brands, and that works great because, because we take such a, a broad approach, right? We get you on Amazon, we get you on Roku, we get you on Sony, but those viewers tend to be loyal. I'm a loyal Roku person. I'm a binge person, but Roku is a little... You know, if I'm at home and I don't watch on my computer, I'm going to watch on Roku. And Binge Networks is on Roku as well. But I don't really stray from that. You know, occasionally I'll pop over to Netflix. And what's great about that is each one of these audiences, there's hundreds of millions of subscribers in each network. So where, you know, we work with a, a platform in China that has 100 million subs. That's crazy. Um, Roku has about 40 million. Apple TV, who's one of our partners, has 30 million. Amazon has 30 million. So each place we put you in tends to be a loyal viewer, which again is invaluable because today people are, you know, we're used to social media and I might follow you on Instagram. I did actually today follow you on Instagram. I might follow you on YouTube. I might follow you on Facebook and it's generally the same club. You know, it's, it's me. I'm just watching you here, there and everywhere. Whereas a smart TV viewer tends to be a Roku viewer, an Amazon viewer. We've got time for one more question. I think this is important too, because you've been very successful in your career. You, you've learned a lot. You've worked for worked for companies and been very successful on that end too. What about now the, the, with the way things are within the environment and the, the new workforce, where I quote, whatever that is, the new normal, which whatever that means, um, getting out there, what kind of secrets can you share with those that are in that frame right now, graduating college, going into this world, the unknown world, what can they do to make their mark like you've been so successful doing? Thank you. Um, I think that I really do think that this is the normal. I don't want to say the new normal, and I don't even want to use the N-word because this right. is so not normal where we are in the world right now. You're right. Yep. There is. You know, and I think for me, why I've been successful is I've always pivoted. It's like I put my heart and soul and revenue into something, and then the minute it's not working, I don't just get frustrated, throw in the towel, and do something else. I'll just say, okay, what is working? You know, I did that with TV. I was a TV host. That was my dream in life. And I finally need it. And I was like, oh, well, it's not working anymore. Okay, do this. And it's it's related. But I think for people today, you have to really see what is now. What, what, what opportunities are available right now? And streaming is hot. It's the hottest industry there is in any technology. Um, I think that, you know, businesses that cater to the at-home market, like, for example, and this is a form of streaming, I have always gone to the gym. I was a triathlete for most of my life or a big chunk of my life, um, but now I'm a Peloton person. I do my workouts at home and I don't ever see paying money to go to a gym again, regardless of how COVID plays out and if we can. So I think that some changes are here to stay. Um, you know, I'm in an office now. I come to an office because I also have two babies and so yeah. we can't work from home. <laughs> wow. Impossible. I tried. Um, so we, ha I, we have an office space, but I think that most people that can will stay home. So think about what type of industries cater towards that. What kind, you know, delivery. I'm so impressed with Instacart, with Uber Eats, with all of these companies that are catering and completely pivoted. You know, they were around, but it was just like, maybe you get Uber Eats, but not everybody does. And now it's just what you 
dinner. You know, it's how you get your dinner. So really look for things that are catered to today's marketplace. Incredible. That's right. Creating to catering to the current marketplace. And that's also too what the Alliances Hero Show is doing. Bonnie, you created a way for business owners and content creators to reach the masses with Binge TV. Make sure you go to bingenetworks.tv. Bingenetworks.tv. Bonnie, it's been a pleasure having you today on the Alliance of Hero Show. Thank you. Bye, everybody.